1: I don't know if I would be here if I had not done that.
0: If that's a reality, then you can say it, yeah.
1: I just don't think I would want to be alive unless I can be myself.
0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. And if you want to watch this episode completely ad-free, completely uncensored, click the join button down below to become a member, just like all these amazing people. Anyway. Hello, Dorian.
2: Hello, Anthony. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Thank you. Hello, Brandon. Hi. Brandon, Bra- Brandon. Don't say Brandon. Don't say Brandon. No. That's a different person. Oh, that's so mask. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> is very... Brandon mean. is the more feminine way. Of saying it, I guess
1: it's a more fluid way of saying fluid it. I don't way. know, like that name just screams gender to me.
0: You are gender fluid. What does that mean specifically? Because I think that some people watching this may have never heard of the concept.
2: I think that gender fluid can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, and I feel like there can be as many definitions of what gender fluid means as there are individuals. I think for me, it is something that's fluid, and that's why I like the term gender fluid because mm. it kind of implies like a certain chillness about it. Like right. when people, it's funny people do ask me about definitions and I'm sort of like, well, it's kind of like what you're feeling like and that because that's just me. Mm -hmm. But other people definitely would be like, absolutely either there's only two genders, there's only eight genders, there's only, I don't know. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like some people have very rigid definitions and for me,
1: gender fluid, part of that is like the fluidity of
2: the definition itself. To me,
1: gender fluid means possessing both in one. It's like a two-for-one deal almost. In my identity, there's a masculine and a feminine Mm -hmm. that lives inside. Predominantly, I lead with the feminine. Mm -hmm. And as I get older, I try to touch base with her a little more. But in my soul, I just think there are these two coexisting beings Mm -hmm. that love being there.
0: Is that a good answer? (laughs) That's amazing. I like that. They they coexist together. According to Google. (laughs) And what is That binary? Is that just man, woman?
1: Simply put, I believe that gender is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on one side, you could say there is the male, on the other side, there's the female, and then there is the in between space where you could, you know, fluctuate between both or not even really fit in either of those categories.
0: We're taught that there is one way or the other from such a young age that it feels like that is the only way, that that is almost a way that we are born, but in reality, you feel like those are just concepts that are taught to us?
2: Yeah, we're definitely usually put into a box at birth, and so I think it causes a lot of turmoil for people when they feel like they don't fit into one of those boxes.
0: What was taught to you about your gender and the way that you should be when you're growing up?
2: Personally, I feel really lucky that I was born to parents who are really chill and really accepting and you know neither of them fit in in their own lives my dad like wears like women's jeans, like rhinestone sunglasses. He's like a heterosexual man, very comfortable in his sexuality, but always, you know, looked up to rock stars like Mick Jagger and David mm. Bowie and stuff like that. And that was the kind of music I grew up around. So seeing that kind of like version of like masculinity that incorporates like androgyny and stuff like that was always acceptable, you know, to me. And then my mom is a very artistic person and she, um, She's just always been supportive of like me doing musical theater and like playing characters and dressing up and things like that. So I'm really lucky because a lot of people did not come from a supportive background like that. Mm-hmm. So I never really felt other than when I was a little baby, my mom wanted to put me in all these little dresses and stuff. And then as soon as I was old enough to choose my own clothes, I was like, no, I'm gonna wear my dad's Beatles t-shirts and mm-hmm. they were like way too big on me to school and um. You know, they let me express myself. And so I feel really lucky for that. But a lot of a lot of people really don't have the same kind of upbringing.
1: Well, being born male, I mean, I was forced to wear, you know, pants and a suit and a tie.
0: <laughs> and you're saying uh, forced because you did not want to. I didn't want to. <laughs> Stop making me look so goddamn handsome. Yeah,
1: handsome? I, I want to be pretty. <laughs> It was really more so like, why can't I be both? Right. Like, why do
0: I have to be what you tell me?
1: Yeah, I I think it was my need or want and desire to not conform um, to outer societal um, standards of what a boy should be wearing or what a a boy should be doing and playing with. I think very young, I, I wanted to put on the princess heels and the dresses but I didn't mind getting out of that at the same time and just being like a boy at the same time. Mm -hmm.
0: So it really was a matter of feeling like you could go in and out depending on your feelings and what day it was. Very
1: much, very much. But there wasn't really a specific intention with it either. You know, like I didn't say, okay, I'm putting my girl suit on now or I'm putting my boy. It was very much, what the inside was speaking.
0: So like this feels right. This yes, feels right. yes. And not yes. attaching it to gender at all?
1: No. No, I think it was very much led through feeling and emotion and almost the unexplainable. And that's where I kind of go a little woo-woo on you because it's really just more so of um leading with with
0: the heart. When you were growing up and you started gravitating toward whatever just felt right. Was there ever a voice in your head that was like, oh, but I should or sh- "Oh, I shouldn't.
1: In elementary school, when a lot of the kids tell me, oh, why does your voice sound like that? Why are you so girly? That the lesson you take in from that, intrinsically, is that's wrong. That mm-hmm. should not be the way it is. Mm-hmm. And you should follow how everyone else is being so that you are not seen as incorrect or
0: mm-hmm. weird or. So you weren't necessarily sat down and said, "This." This is the way you should be and this is the way you shouldn't be. It was just feelings. It was things that people would point out.
1: Yeah. And
0: kind of tease versus not.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, I guess you know, m- my mother, bless her. Mom's always know. <laughs> what? I mean, she bought me um a little like hair styling toy kit, mm. like that little four-year-olds, you know. I mean, yeah. I was young, and one of my family members threw it away oh. because like that's not what boys should be playing with. And so that was also the message that was taught to me, oh. you know, it was just messages from all over that showed me that I could not be this way. Hopefully. Right. I think everybody
2: wants to fit in, and I think mm. that like a sense of belonging is a very core human desire and need. So whether that's like belonging to a social group via like certain interests or a certain you know appearance or the, what you wear or how you talk or what you do, all of that is key and natural and normal and definitely a lot of it does relate to gender and stuff Mm -hmm. and even now i mean i feel the pressure of you know with i have so many privileges as an artist a musician um, with how i get to express myself Mm -hmm. but it also i feel the pressure like when I was first starting out making music, and I was like writing my own little press releases about a song, I was like, mm-hmm. "If I put they them pronouns here, am I gonna? Is somebody gonna think that it's a band? <laughs> you know? Oh, true. Yeah. I yeah. was like, they're gonna think this is like a four-piece band uh, or something. You know?
0: So in relation to pronouns, do you have pronouns that you prefer?
1: I do have preferred pronouns. Okay. Should have wrote out a name tag. Yeah,
0: you should have. But you could tell me.
1: Hi, my name is she slash <laughs> he. She slash he. Yes, she slash he slash queen. Slash queen, who told you that?
0: I know, I know.
1: This is getting weird. I know. I think for me, when I go out into the world, I like the world to see the she. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's who leads into the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I'm at home in more intimate settings, I guess that's where the he comes out. I guess I tie the he to you know the child version of me and the she to the adult version of me. I view myself you know, born male, but dying a woman.
2: (laughs) I just use they, them pronouns because I just feel like it's it's easier, it's nice. I mean, I definitely get like, someone will be like, ma'am at the grocery store and stuff like that, that doesn't bother me. Some people, you know, feel really differently about that. A lot of like my grandma and stuff, you know, I'm still like granddaughter, like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna push it with older people that don't understand it, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And for me, like that's, that's okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. not the case for for other people. Like, um, so I'm just speaking for myself. But it's gonna be different for everyone in their life, you know. And I've been very lucky to like people ask me my pronouns when they're gonna write an article about me or interview me or whatever. Like, versus someone that's just walking into a grocery store and someone's just gonna assume something about your identity. Mm-hmm.
0: Was there a moment where you kind of came out? To yourself?
2: There was definitely a moment where I started using they, them pronouns like regularly. Mm -hmm. And for me, I mean, it really coincided with like becoming an artist, and that was at the same time I was putting out music and stuff like that. So I felt like I had a unique opportunity to actually introduce myself in almost an easier way. Like I could do it in an article. Mm. I could like say like, I am gender fluid. I use they, them pronouns. People right. could write about me in the article with those pronouns. Mm. And I felt really lucky because it kind of took away some of the the work of like, okay, I don't have to explain it to every single person in my life individually. Like I still, you know, I mean, I kind of yeah. It's like if, if let's say that I'm somewhere and like someone's not getting it right, I might have like somebody on my team or somebody else like kind of step in and just say, oh hey, just so you know, like mm-hmm. Torians, like they and pronouns whatever. So even that part of the, the the labor and the effort has been like pretty much removed from what I have to do personally. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like I'm in a privileged position as an artist to do that. But I think that as an artist, it's like it's special for me to know that I have a lot of fans and audience members that like a lot of them are, you know, have written to me and said like, you know, you really helped me with my gender um, exploration and identity and stuff like that. And that just means so much to me because it's like, you know, the idea that it might be easier for them that they could point to an artist or something and just be like, look, it's like, I'm like this person a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that if I can like make it easier for anybody else, I hope that that
1: is helpful, you know? I publicly started living how I wanted to live at the young age of 14, 15, which mm. to a lot of people within the community uh, would agree that that's a very young age. Was
0: that when the viral video? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, I
1: came out and then that video happened like four months after. So the video <laughs> was
0: just you just feeling yourself. Basically, yeah. it was you being like totally into it. Just, a- being, just being myself. Well, who was it? Was it, Who were you singing to? I forget.
1: Oh, I was just dancing. There oh, was there wasn't really, a specific no, song. No, there was nothing really going on. You were just <laughs> you know, in just your world, in and head, yes. you were just vibing. Literally, what I did in my bedroom, like at like 12 in the morning, while uh, watching like music videos of pop stars, that's what I just did. Yeah,
0: and, and I mean, I feel like that went because I, I saw it, and I don't. I, don't even, I feel like I only see most viral videos these days because I don't pay much attention. You think but, so? I don't know. I saw that. I feel like that was super viral, just because you were. She was a queen. Yeah, she was a queen. <laughs> she was a queen. But you were just so in the moment of expressing yourself Mm -hmm. and just it felt like you were just living your truth in a way that I feel like people have been shamed for living the way that they truly feel so then therefore they shame themselves for feeling these things and then to see someone just living and expressing themselves fully I think is what drew so many people to want to. share that and why the clip went viral.
1: Thank you. I I really appreciate your words, you know, and it's really interesting talking about that, because um, I mean, even with what we're doing right now, a lot of times when I try to question, like, the whys or the hows or, or, you know, the intricacies of it, it always comes down to the cheesiest, simplest um, term of being yourself. Mm-hmm. like i really it, it's it's so it's such a simple term yet something that's so complicated i
0: think that the most simple terms the most simple concepts are the most complicated to fully fully grasp because it's almost like your mind wants to overcomplicate
1: yes yes because that's how our mind works naturally yeah we because it's to...
0: hard to accomplish i think yeah. so when something's hard to accomplish you start to say oh but then i need to break it down and when really all it is is literally just just be yourself. And that's what you were doing yeah. in that moment, in that video.
1: Cutting out all the bullshit and not even asking why, when, where, how.
0: You didn't who. know you were being recorded, right? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you made it seem like you were just vibing. I did. But still, you were living in your own I world, did. though, right?
1: I mean, you know, the spotlight was on.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> saw that red record light, and it was time.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, and a lot of people like to say, oh, just putting on, but it, it all just comes back to being yourself. Like I'm learning new things about myself every day. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm such a Libra. So maybe that's why I'm like, what? oh yeah, I'm gender fluid. Like, I just love the balance of things. Is that
0: such a Libra? That's such a Libra thing. It's
1: such a Libra thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I sound silly? No, no. <laughs> that's just, someone told me that, okay? <laughs> they're not my words.
0: Uh, they're, we're saying that in quotes. We're putting quotes on the edges of the screen so you know that everything we're saying is quoting someone else. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: We don't say anything stupid. Anything we say is stupid is a quote. Is
1: a quote from somebody else. Yeah. Finding yourself is a journey. I mean, I came out at such a young age, but even to this day, oh my God, even as of last year, I was like, oh, oh, ooh, you know what I mean?
0: I actually, yes, I do know exactly what you mean.
1: And I like to say rediscovering. Rediscovering. Because it's shedding the wants, desires, beliefs, That were projected onto me from society from other people and truly honing in on what the internal monologue is telling me
0: the idea that life is a constant journey of finding your truest self does not just apply to gender it applies to everyone with everything everything all of that even just confidence even just expressing themselves in a way that makes them feel more true to themselves yeah rather than thinking about how they look from the outside but rather how do yeah. I feel on the inside and how can I express that? On the
1: outside? Can I say something yeah. that might be a little controversial?
0: Please, okay. and directly in the So,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> This is why I love Ellen. Like, <laughs> my God, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I used to um, primarily date gay men. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that is controversial.
1: That's insane. <laughs> uh, so I used to date gay men.
0: Yeah.
1: I used to date gay men. And <laughs> is this a confession? <laughs> this, 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 this makes sense to the end. Okay? All right, let's go, let's like, go, let's go. Okay, I got so it. I, I used to date gay men, yeah, and I realized that a big part of myself wasn't satisfied with that because I think in dating gay men, the woman part of myself couldn't shine in that relationship.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So when I started dating bisexual men and pansexual men, I realized that not just the femininity, but the woman part of me was upheld and celebrated Mm. in a way because I couldn't be a gay boy. There was a woman inside of me screaming to be like, I want out, so I let her.
0: What are you excited about most in terms of the way that you'll be able to express yourself on your next album?
2: I think like I getting rid of the mustache has been interesting because I used to put that on as like, I should just thought it made my face look better. Like, I don't know, just yeah. like how my, my brain worked and I still like love it, but I'm just in a phase where I'm not doing that right now and I feel like it's, you know, was something that I felt like, oh, I can wear a feminine outfit, but then it's like it's still like self-aware about gender because I have the mustache. And then I, I that was really helpful for a really long period of time. Mm. But then I sort of started to feel kind of like trapped by it. Like, oh well I have to do that or it's not Dorian Electra. And I'm really excited to feel like I don't have to stick to that to express my gender identity. If I want to wear a completely like feminine outfit and just be who I am and then I can actually just be that and I don't have to like explain myself. Mm. But that is actually like really freeing and a lot of people have asked me like, where did the mustache go? Where did the mustache go? And, you know, fans used to like wear it, draw it on for shows and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure people will continue to do that. And I love to see that. I, like, I haven't spoken about it yet. This is the first time that I'm like, really...
0: Exclusive. Yeah, this is exclusive. exclusive. Reveal.
2: Yeah. You know, people are asking, like, where did it go? Like, what happened? Are you bringing it back? You know? And the answer is like, I don't know, but I'm really excited to feel the freedom to express myself without having to stick to it.
0: Right. I mean, it, it was a way for you to express yourself with a little bit of a persona, but it was also a little bit of a box.
2: Yeah, became a little yeah, it became a little bit of a box for me,
0: definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is Interesting because gender fluid, even that identity says, hey, there are no boxes here.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of artists feel that way, whether it's like about their music, you know, mm-hmm. like I have to stick to this genre because if I don't, all my fans from the previous albums are not going to like this, and like artists go through that all the time. Mm-hmm. But actually, the way I view like genre and gender are actually really similar. Like my music, I pick from all different things, mm. rock and pop and jazz and metal and like Baroque and classical and like fusing all this stuff together. I get bored from one thing and I wanna, you know, put the next you're thing. You're kinda of picking
0: your favorite things from all the options. And you're not saying, well, well, it needs to be within uh, this subgenre or else it's not me. You're saying every everything out there, every single influence is something that you can consider as being part of you in the way that you express yourself.
2: Absolutely. You know, with my first music video for my song, Career Boy in 2018, that was really like me testing the waters, you know, in a lot of ways. And then to feel like an overwhelming like support. And that was the first moment of me feeling like, oh my gosh, like people, I could make somebody else feel good.
0: By the way, this episode- This episode is brought to you by Seed
2: probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why C developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit C.com slash Spotify and use code Spotify25 to get 25% off your first month.
0: Is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes in life, we're faced with tough decisions and the path forward isn't always clear. So, no matter the decision you're dealing with, therapy helps you stay connected as you navigate life. And trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And as I'm sure many of you know by now, I've been a huge proponent of therapy since I started going about six years ago. And it's been hugely helpful and giving me some empathy to understand my, my past self which has in turn allowed me to better understand my current self. So If you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp might be perfect for you. It's 100% online and it's designed to work around your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll be matched with a certified and licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Let therapy be a guide in your life with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Padilla today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel Padilla. Now back to the world. I'm gender-fluid people. In what ways has has your life changed since fully embracing and expressing yourself in the way that feels natural?
1: Oh God, I don't know if this is too dark to say, but I don't know if I would be here if I had not done that.
0: I mean, I I think that's just a reality. If that's a reality, then you can say it, yeah.
1: I just don't think I would want to be alive unless I can be myself, unless I can feel the way I feel inside and, and express it and live freely. But at the same time, like that is such a privilege, you know? And I do recognize that. And I just think that people don't realize that you really do need to live yourself and we need to let kids be who they are because you might not have them if that's not something you're willing to let happen and celebrate and uphold and support. Simply put, I don't think I would wanna live at all. When I look in the mirror, I'm like, that's, that's, that, that's you. You know, that that's, that's who I am. And no one can really take that away from me.
0: When you looked in the mirror before, do you feel like you felt some other feelings?
1: It was very much hiding. It was very much, okay. Um, you don't even want to look in the mirror. You know what I mean? You don't want to face yourself like that. You don't want to, um, you, because you, you, you know, like, this is not wrong. This is not something that should, this is just not the way things go and work in the world, but now it's very much, um, there's a lot more freedom. That's that's, that's something mm. I do want to touch on. There is, there's a lot more freedom and so much power in going, this is what I want, this is who I am, and this is how I want to be.
2: I feel like I definitely experience a lot of freedom like I can Choose to do something musically um, or like fashion wise or something like that. For me, fashion is very connected to gender presentation and identity. Mm. And I love playing with like gender. In, through fashion. and um, I feel like, yeah, I've, I really feel a new newfound sense of like freedom, you know, to play with that. But I was already playing with it as a kid. like yeah. I was dressing up as like, I was basically doing drag or whatever you want to even call it as a kid, like dressing up as like these male rock stars like performing for my parents in like the living room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's uh, it's something that like was just fun, you know, growing up.
0: And you get to express yourself through your art. What do you feel is being expressed most through your art?
1: Well, I think comedy is a great avenue for me, at least, to turn internal pains or past experiences into something that is rather healing. I mean, you can call it dark humor, you can call it whatever you want to label it, but I think when we transcend that and turn it into something that we can celebrate, there's no shame attached to that memory or that feeling. Mm. Um, I, I, I guess I like to say in terms that people can probably understand easier. It's like, we all have insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're never going to go away. But what if instead of shaming the insecurities, saying, I hate you, I hate you for being here. Mm. What if you're like, I hate you for being here? <laughs> you know what I mean? In and really holding it and, and saying, yeah, I hate that, but loving that you hate it a bit. Because in a weird way, something happens in your brain where you hate it a little less. You still hate it.
0: But you're not shaming it.
1: And especially in a when you celebrate something, even though you still kind of aren't okay with it. Mm -hmm. It it
0: just makes it easier to live. (laughs) And and in a weird way, do you feel like eventually maybe that feeling maybe even goes away completely over time?
1: Absolutely, because we're ever-changing, evolving beings. But new things will come. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) New things will always come. And I think that's that's the peace and the balance in knowing that. Nothing will ever really be solved totally when it comes to here,
0: Mm. at
1: least in my opinion. And that's also the beauty of life is to experience not just the positive, but the negative. You know, right. that's a life worth living. You want, you want, that's what gives it the juiciness. No one wants to live just, a, what if everything was great all the time? Like, that's not, right. I don't think that's what I came here to do. I came here to experience. Well, if there's no
0: discomfort, there's no growth.
1: Yes, yes. That was so like tech financial. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tech financial way to put it. Few <laughs> words as possible. There was a lot of times where, um, I tried to push the masculine aside and, and really force myself to embody this the full femininity and in you know I I didn't feel as desired if I was masculine and through comedy and through you know improv I was able to go to places and be ugly and, and, and I guess, you know, my ugly sides I were labeling as more masculine now that I'm saying it out loud. But once I'm celebrating that and being proud of, of, of going in a deeper voice and, I don't know, acting like a hillbilly or something <laughs> like that, um, I, was, I was way more confident. Mm. Like, I didn't mind of, oh, I have to have this look on all the time and be perfect and pristine. I can just... You know, be myself. Oh my God, we keep going back to that.
0: It's just be yourself. I know. That's it, (laughs) that's the TLDR. That's all you have to say. What brings you the most joy?
2: To be able to like put myself out there and to feel other people like validate that back to me. You know, I know we we say that like, you know, we're not supposed to stake our like individual Mm -hmm. happiness on like what other people think and like external validation. But it would be really lying if I didn't say that it feels amazing to be able to like have an audience that is supportive of who I am, that has given me so much confidence, and that's why I feel like my relationship, like with my audience, is like a two-way street. It's just like a back and forth that feels really good. It feels really beautiful, and uh, that brings me a lot of joy.
1: Not thinking. It makes sense, okay? Let me explain it to you.
0: Let's get. Let's go.
1: Not thinking about who do I have to be, who am I? What do my parents want me to be? What does the world want me to be? What brings me the most joy is the art of being. Uh And just living in the moment and not worried or um, thinking about anything else or the intricacies of who I am to the world or what I should present or how I should present and just simply being. And that's what I hate that the answer is so simple. Like I hate, I wish I could be like, oh, it brings me the most joy, I don't know, climbing Mount Everest or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just being myself and and, and going to bed and saying, yeah, I like that. <laughs>
0: <sighs> You're removing the ideas of should and shouldn't. Beam.
1: Yes, I mean expectation and oh god, we are all go- we're all going to die one day, and
0: oh fuck, we are. I'm gonna start yeah. living my life way differently. We I did are. Not, I didn't realize that before.
1: It could literally be like in five minutes. We have no clue. <laughs>
0: all of us. The world could end, honey.